Welcome to another episode of Justice Sobriety, where we talk, share, and spill the tea soberly and anonymously. So, I have happy music on, because that's what I'm trying to feel. I mean, it's been a pretty good day. I got to see some friends and go to meetings and get some coffee at my favorite place and really just get some really good recovery in, which was really, 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 really cool. Um, okay, this is a little loud. Okay, that's better. So, some pretty heavy things have been happening, um, and it's only the beginning of March, which makes it even crazier, but, um, there's a lot I haven't talked about on here, just because I wasn't, I didn't think I was emotionally ready to talk about any of it, um, but I think it's time because I'm, I'm having some trouble moving on, so maybe just talking about it on here will kind of, you know, get me through that. Um, I just want to warn anyone, if you're not doing well with the concept of death right now, or serious mental illness, you probably shouldn't listen to this episode because it may be triggering for you. So, now that disclosure is out of the way, um, okay, so... Like I said, it's the it's the beginning of March. It's the second week, the start of the second week. Um, and the beginning of January this year, 2022, I got COVID. And that was, it was pretty shitty. I mean, I mean, I know everyone has the symptoms differently, but, um, for me, it was more so like a bad allergy infection, and I was just, you know, working from home and trying to feel better and just dealing with it, and it, it wasn't anything that needed to be hospitalized for, and I got really lucky considering I'm I'm only vaccinated with the first shot, and I haven't even, it's been like months, like almost a whole year since I've gotten that. So I I was pretty lucky. Um, Right after that happened, mid-January, closer to the end, um, yeah, so, I don't know, it's just like, the COVID thing happened, I was struggling, like, working from home, and then one day unexpectedly one of our roommates passed away and some of us found him in his room and it was it was really fucking sad and heartbreaking for his family and for my other roommates who were like friends with him for years like years like good chunks of their lives they were friends and that happened in January it's March and we still don't know what happened and we might I don't know if we will or not. It depends on when the family finds out and if they decide to close, if they decide to disclose it to my roommate. Um, either way, I won't be sharing that with you guys, but it's just, 
it's just really sad because, I mean, I wasn't very close with him, this person, but he was always really nice to me, and I don't know, I felt guilty, like, you know, what if there's something we could have done, what if there was something we could have looked out for, but I know that's really just probably survivor's guilt, um, there's probably nothing that could have been done to prevent it. I just wish I would have realized sooner. I don't know. So that had happened. Um, a few weeks after that, I lost my job. The one that I have complained about on here, just being completely stressed out. So that wasn't a terrible thing. Um... I mean, financially, it was terrible. Definitely. <laughs> I couldn't pay my rent. That next month, um, my poor wife had to cover a lot of my bills. Um, but I got that sorted out. I have two jobs now, and I'm going to be okay. Um, the next pretty traumatic thing is I found out one of my recovery friends had committed suicide. And... I'm still not sure how I'm feeling about that, and it's been almost a month. I'm trying to be at peace with it, knowing that he's no longer suffering. Um, I went to the funeral and I met his parents and his family and other close friends, and being able to talk to them, in a way, it, it kind of helped, but it's just really sad that it happened at all. Um... And then, a few days ago, it seems like, it was about a week ago, I found out another recovery friend had passed away. And all this death, and it's only March. It is only March, guys. Um, I think it's starting to impact me. My anxiety about things has been really bad. It's definitely increased, even though I'm taking psychiatric medications as prescribed by my doctor. Um, my anxiety has been really bad, and I feel like I'm not doing well when it comes to just, you know, letting people be and checking up on them. Like, when I'm checking up on them, it's because I think they're, like... You know, it's because they're not answering phone calls and I think they're dead or something because they've relapsed in the past. And that, to me, that's not okay. But I don't know. I can't. It's hard for me to stop. Not that I can't, but it's really hard for me to stop these thoughts. And um, as you guys know, if you've listened to any of my other episodes, I have borderline personality disorder. And um, one of the main... Well, one of them, yeah, major symptoms of that is um, severe fear of abandonment. And, you know, not like any of the deaths have been about me. And I'm not trying to make it about me. Because, it, you know, every, every single one of them has been on its own accord and its own, you know, its own thing. But 
it doesn't stop my own internal struggles. And it doesn't strengthen them either. I mean, it does kind of strengthen them a little bit, but... I mean, no one can help what happens. You know, it's said and done. That's it. You can't take anything back. You can't change it. But, um... I've just been struggling. I've been scared to get close to people for a while now. But it's kind of gotten worse. And every time I meet someone or every time I think of someone I'm close to, it's just really hard for me to, like, not immediately go to the worst-case scenario in my head. Um, I don't know. I'm just I'm just always scared something's going to happen. I get worried when people don't answer my messages or answer my calls, and I don't know. Like, I'm not, like, freaking out towards them about it, I don't think. But something as simple as, like, being in a meeting where someone mentions the fellowship of recovery and sponsoring and making friends and all that, and just having faith that no one will... Well, having faith that some of the people won't die. Like, such a simple statement, but there's so much behind it. And with everything going on, I just kind of lost it. Like, I tried really hard to sit in the meeting. And I tried really hard to just keep myself composure. But the emotions, it was they were just too much. So I stepped out and I texted one of my friends and I was like, I think I'm having a panic attack. And I told him where I was at and eventually he, he came to talk to me and, um, I don't know. I, I think it's starting to take a toll on me and I know the deaths aren't about me. I get that. I'm not trying to make it about me, but it doesn't mean it doesn't affect me. And, um, you know, someone said that, you know, at least I know what happened. At least I know that they chose that for themselves. But, you know, that doesn't fucking make the pain any less. It doesn't make it go away. It causes its own set of emotions. And those emotions, you know, they've brought sadness, anger, confusion. Um, I don't know. It's like, it makes me wonder, what if I sent, a t you know, the checking up on you text, like, a few days sooner instead of a few days later? Or... Maybe if I would have had the other person's number or contact information. And I know, like, I can't control whether someone lives or dies or, like, what they choose to do. But it's like, you know, everything you do has an impact on people. And sometimes the smallest things can make the biggest impact. And, um, I don't know. It's, it's hard not to go there. Um... I don't know, but one of those, one of the things that my friend told me when we were talking after the meeting, because I, I asked him, like, 
after telling him that I feel like I've been in so much fear lately because being in recovery, although anyone can die, like it's, it's, it's at a higher percentage and a higher likelihood that people will pass away more. And I asked him, I was like, you know, how do you deal with that fear? How do you deal with all the anxiety that comes with it? Because you can't help that you love people and they just happen to be in recovery. And um, he told me, you know, with the people that have passed, they're, they're gone. We can't do anything for them, but we can be there for the family members. We can be there for the friends who are struggling and um, just do the next right thing and... That was really helpful for me. Um, you know, he was, he was like, I'm going to be honest with you. It's not going to take the pain away, but at least you can do something with it or some something along the lines of that. You guys know my memory sucks. And if you don't, well, now you do. Um, it was really helpful. Um, it's just been a lot of heavy emotions. And I'm trying my best to just let myself feel them, but also work through them and talk to people about them and not keep them to myself. Because um, I know if I keep them to myself, I'm going to end up like the people that I'm talking about. And I don't want that to be the case for anyone. Because I don't want to put anyone through that. Um, for the longest time I've struggled with suicidal ideation, but these experiences have really opened my eyes and it kind of gave me a new perspective. So, um, you know, it's just a good reminder that I do have a great support system. I do have help. I do have resources. And there is resources for everyone, but the difference is whether or not we use them. It's 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 a choice, unfortunately. And for today, I'm choosing to use those resources, and I'm so grateful that I have them. I'm grateful for you guys. There's so much I'm grateful for and in moments where I'm overwhelmed or sad or just feeling anything, like I just, I know I can remind myself of that. So, yeah. And I also had to have a tough conversation with people I care very much about who I unintentionally hurt. And, um, I didn't mean to at all. I just want to say that. I'm not going to say who it is or what it's about, but absolutely I did not intend to hurt them. Because in everything I do now, I mean very, I mean well. I'm not trying to hurt anyone. I don't want to upset anyone, offend anyone, whatever. I'm, I'm really not trying to do that. But all I can do is just learn from it and continue to move on and not make those same mistakes. And hopefully they know that I 
do care about them and I have no ill feelings towards them. And that's it. I'm just trying to make a living amends. Saying saying sorry for every little thing isn't going to help. And of all people, they've heard me say sorry more than anyone else, I'm sure. So, okay, well, I think I'm done here. Um, I hope you all are doing well, and please take care of yourselves and each other, and if you're struggling, please get help. Call a crisis line, call a suicide line, admit yourself to psychiatric care, just do what you have to do to stay alive, because as long as you're alive, there's a chance that it can get better, okay? Alright, love you guys. Thanks for listening to my episode. Bye.